0: Hip-hop artists from Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and beyond have banded together to form Saskatoon folk rap records. The label features new and upcoming releases by the likes of the Gubshoe Strat, Epic, and Introducing the Ghost, a fantastic new record from Rob Crooks. You can find Introducing the Ghost as of October 6th on robcrooks.bandcamp.com Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl, or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you.
1: Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Rich police! and get up on the podcast
0: police radio all right welcome to witch police radio uh, i'm in my new home or current home of the internet which is where this show lives now and probably forever because uh you know manitoba doesn't seem to be getting better anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I've got someone on the show today who, you know, I've wanted to talk to you for a while. Uh, I, I've, I've been aware of and listening to your music for a long time with the various groups you've been in and the various labels you've been on. And, and, you know, you've definitely intersected with a lot of people that I know in the hip hop scene and people that I'm a fan of or I'm friends with. So it's cool to have you on the show. And I think that, uh, the best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and just give a bit of background to where you're coming from, uh, in the local music scene.
2: Uh, yeah, man. Um, First of all, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Um, my name is Charlie Feta, uh, born and raised in Winnipeg. Um, been doing music in some shape or form since I was about 12. Right on. Um, re- really started taking it seriously uh, when I got released from prison. Um, and then ever since then, man, I've just been kind of going since about, like, 21. And I was doing it pretty hard before I went in, but when I got out, I, I, I didn't want to go back in. So I started sure, a yeah. career and, and decided to make it... Uh, Make it a full-time thing instead of a part-time hobby.
0: Well, that's maybe uh, uh, one yeah. of the things that, that's kind of most notable about you, I think, as someone who's just kind of, you know, observed your career from a distance, is that you seem to be in involved in a lot of stuff, and I mean, that kind of thing speaks to your uh, desire to make, make this, this the gig, right? Because uh, it seems like every few months, even, you seem to be working with another producer, or you have a video, or you've got a release coming out, and, and like, I mean, how, how deep is your catalogue right now of actually released music? Because you've got a lot out
2: <sighs> there, right? It's 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 crazy. It was really, really. It really wasn't that deep. Like for a long time, like it was just like Winnipeg's most, a yeah. couple of mixtapes, some stuff like that. Um, and then over like the past like two years, I just like really started going. Um, I think you know a little bit of uh, because the reason that that happened was because um, like my son was born in in, in two thousand and twelve, okay. um, and that was just like pretty much at the end of Winnipeg's most. Um, and I just kind of like faded, I just didn't fade away. I just, I just took a step back from music for a while, uh, went to school, um, did some stuff like that, but I was always writing and recording and, 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 and creating. Um, so then when I kind of like came back, you know, after a hiatus for about three, three and a half years, um, I just came, like hit the ground running. So I did the project with crab skull. I did Steven Tyler with Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I did the, the belly of the beast with cut down. Um, I have another one pretty much done with crab and cool. Steven Tyler Two's is coming out right away. So yeah, there's like quite a bit now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of psyched on like how it all kind of came out the way it did. I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't like, you know, one here, one there. It was kind of like a big dump, a yeah. uh, creative dump for me, if you will.
0: And is that stuff that you had kind of built up over years, you know, even during the hiatus too, in terms of content, or was it all just a big rush of creativity that happened at once?
1: Man,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm kind of weird. Like I'll always write um i will release some like some older stuff from time to time stuff that i've written that i'm that i'm proud of or whatever um but yeah like for the most part that was all just like a big run like i just hit the studio like especially with like crab yeah uh crab cut down and steve like those three projects belly of the beast Fettuccini pharaoh and then steven tyler um those were all in very like quick succession like it was very it was very quick like me and steve wrote the first record Like, he produced it and then helped, you know, he has a bunch of co-writing on hooks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we we did it really, really quickly, like really, really quickly, uh, a couple of months. And then um, I kind of like the fact that um, him and I are both the same where we'll create very quickly and then, you know, we'll kind of let it chill. And then we'll come back to it and we'll we'll revisit it and we'll do some rewrites or we'll we'll change change the production or, or, or change certain things of the song to really make it a complete song. Um, That's something that I think changed for me when I came back from my hiatus was that my my creative process changed and the fact that I would actually do it in the kind of the older sense, I guess, like make it like write it record a demo on my phone yeah go to the studio record it and then come back like two months later and re-record it and then it would finally be like to the point where i want to release it
0: okay well, that makes sense yeah well i think the cool thing about all three of those producers too is they all have like very very distinct sounds like very uniquely their own sounds too i mean someone like Crabskull, who i'm a big fan of a lot of his tapes I, i've been listening to his stuff for a long time i mean that that tape you did with him is it's definitely his music you know what i mean but oh, yeah. I, I, and and you mesh really well with them, but then the stuff with Steve. Steve is a completely different sound, but you you manage to mesh well with him as well. And you know, same thing with the cut down stuff. So, yeah. How much changing do you need to do of your style when you're working with someone like that? I mean, just taking the Crab Skull one for example, because he has already um, this established sound, right?
2: Yeah, I think I think it's it's kind of crazy. Like, um, sorry, um, it's kind of crazy um, when I think back on it because. Um, when I was doing like Winnipeg's most stuff, like I love Stomp and J Mac, like those are my guys forever and ever and ever. Um but like the mixtapes and stuff I got stuff like Bang Bang, like these kind of like poppy songs. Yeah, yeah. That was way that was way harder for me to do. Like I never wanted to do those songs. Like, okay. I always wanted to do the straight, you know, quote unquote boom bap. Yeah. You know, the Grammier kind of stuff, yeah. N- yeah, New York and ninety four type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so the, the good Strab, stuff, right? It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh with Crab, I so easy. It's so crazy. Like I honestly like when we first started recording. Like he he had sent me a few. He, we we didn't send me because Crab's real. Crab doesn't send you beats like that. You got you got to bring Crab down. Right, right. Uh, and, and he's gonna plug in the MPC and he's gonna play you stems and he's got to stem it out. It's really I really like that about it too. Um, the thing was is that because of that because of the way we created that project. Um, it was really easy. Like, and I was kind of like, when we start, when we said we were going to do it, I, I had done one or two. Yeah. Excuse me. I had done one or two and I was like, Oh, like, wow, this is, you know, this isn't what I expected it to be. Um, I thought it was going to be more challenging for me, but I loved it. Like, it was great. Like, um, I think the same thing is with Steve too. It's and even cut down. They're all so different yeah. that I think the one constant in all of those projects is, Kind of like the fact that there's something in their style that I can really easily connect with.
0: Okay.
2: Um. So I think it was all. It's kind of it's kind of hard to explain, but especially with Crab because Crab is probably the most out there. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, with his with his sound and the way he records and 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 like the analog, you know, uh, you know, creative process that he takes. Um. It was it was pretty fucking easy, man. Like he's cool. so, his samples are so crazy. We're horror movie. Like we just yeah, vibe awesome. on horror. We, we almost vibed on like stuff outside of music and then we're like hey let's let's make a cool, project cool
0: cool cool yeah so with Steve I mean you know you have the uh, first of all the Steven Tyler name is hilarious
2: it's it's a great
0: <laughs> it's Just as soon as I first saw the first one I was like oh, that's, that's perfect but um how,
2: it's how did so I... hard to get on streaming too I, I believe like, it I told you to yeah fight yeah, yeah. them
1: told y'all motherfuckers I'd be back <laughs> yeah A lot of people been asking me what's been happening what up, what up? I switch products but I'm still into the traffic In Northside forever I just changed the packaging Northside. Dope still dope player keep them coming back again coming back. Numbers never lie tell me What you averaging I keep it moving Y'all be acting like a mannequin Real shit vanishing streets started Panicking hit them with the hard bars They feeling in they abdomen Fed feeling like the reaper boy I come for death Wood full of that reefer That's how I cope with stress Got a beautiful mind but right now it's a mess ma- for the culture, give it my all until there's nothing left. Nothing you left. ain't from the cloth, Chucky is a different breed. Never waste my time on fakes, they ain't fit to bleed. The game is fucking up the product that my people need. Protective need? of the culture, this the way I feed my seed. Hey, I'm the fetid Genie Man, it's for to the middle of the map. Hey, I'm the fetid Genie Pharaoh. It's over, Massacre, the middle of the map. Come to Fettuccine Ferro, bout it to the marrow. Used to serve on skateboards, popping caballeros. Watch the finger flip, peel off in a ranchero. Drop it all if you feel the heat like De Nero. Bars like the 97 shootout. This ain't my first rodeo, you at your first luau. Shorty ain't loyal, she getting laid by the crew now. Wow, all you had to do was pull some loot out. I'm focused, selling one for two now But I'm a change man, yeah, fedder looking new now Since I've been back, now they don't know what to do now Same old Tyler, I just created a new style Ay. Trust me, I'm a made man My fans beat boys with the spray can Yo fans looking funny with the spray tan We throw hands quick and audible the game plan I'm the fedder genie Ferro, Manitoba master, put a middle of the map Ay. I'm the Feta G Ferro, Manitoba massacre, the middle of the map, eh. I'm the Feta G Ferro, Manitoba massacre, the middle of the map, eh? I'm the Feta Gene Ferro, Manitoba massacre, the middle of the map, eh? how did you guys hook up? Like at what point did you, cause you
0: seem very embedded with the whole fourth quarter sort of, uh, group now. So what was your sort of introduction yeah. to those guys? Cause I've, you've been doing it longer than most of them have. Right. So how did you yeah. kind of get enmeshed with what they're up to?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, they call me uncle. <laughs> um, man, I started seeing three P. Like I, the thing was, even when I was on my, uh, even when I was on my hiatus, um, I was always still going to shows. Yeah, yeah. I was still listening to all the music. Um, and, and there was two, two kind of groups of people that I was listening to. And one was Chris Bennett and, and, and one was three Pete. Okay. And I actually went to a show at low pub, uh, where I think both of them were on the bill. I think it was actually like a three Pete Bennett show. Okay. And and I already, I already had had a previous relationship with Bennett just through, uh, blacklist studios. You know, I was going there a lot and he was kind of in and out of there. And then I met three Pete that night. um, and me and steve just like just hit it off real quick like i just you know i just liked his i loved his energy and i thought he was just a very personable dude like, yeah, is, on yeah. like a human level um and then i kind of you know connected with with anthony who's steve's cousin the the you know kind of the head of fourth quarter yeah. like manager at and the boss man yeah yeah <laughs> the big boss yeah, man. My, yeah my manager on my manager for better or worse right right <laughs> um he um We just all connected and that's kinda like how I got like that's how fourth quarter like they had already already been thrown around the fourth quarter thing. Um and then you know, I was just coming straight out of a hiatus and me and Steve just started hanging out, like we just became really, really fast friends and like good solid friends, yeah yeah aside from music, like on some human level shit. Um so that's kinda how that just came to be. And then and then, you know, Dill, Dill the Giants from from the north side, so that was an easy connection. We ended up knowing a bunch of people. He's a little bit younger, but I knew a bunch of his people. And well, that's the Winnipeg thing you know, too, right? egg, Exactly. It's like this big. Yeah. Uh, and then egg. I always, ever since I heard egg rhyme, I was like, this dude is the best in the city. And I'm, I'm a cocky guy. I think I'm <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so seeing that, uh, and then witnessing his creative process. And it, it was just like, it was very easy for me to like, to kind of like come into the fold. And then we all collaborated really well. And the energy was right. And, um, and, yeah, like, they had a studio downtown, and I yeah. just, like, kind of moved in, and that was it. Like cool. We just hit the ground running.
0: Well, where do you think you kind of fit in with that uh, that collective? Because, you know, I've had 3-peat on in various versions, all of them sometimes individuals, on this show before. And kind of one of the things that comes up a lot is, is sort of the way that the three of them work together, whether it's, you know, a 3-peat project or if they're just doing their own stuff. And they all have sort of – they fit into sort of natural roles just – as a, as, a, as a trio right and Anthony as well mm-hmm. when, when he's uh, you know he's involved too so that's a really tight knit sort of group so were you yep. did you just kind of instantly sort of connect with them or is there a bit of awkwardness trying to as an outsider no. right? like?
2: No I don't think so I think they Like they weren't Like you know Me and Steve Became really fast friends None of them Were really like Guarded or like Didn't You know what I mean I'm pretty good At reading a room You know right, If, I'm, if right. I'm not wanted In a space I'm not gonna stick around I don't I don't beg For acceptance Or anything like that Like just as, a, as a, Like, a, like yeah. my personality um, So no There was none of that Like it was just like I think also The thing was Is that I could really um, Connect with them On, on, the, on the, the trio Because yeah. I was in Winnipeg's most Sure sure um, so once I became really fast friends with Steve and then you know became friends with everybody it was it was it was nice to be in a in a in a position in a relationship with with, with you know a collective of people where I could offer some 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 advice or maybe like some some words of wisdom in certain situations yeah, where yeah. it's always going to be two on one or three on one or like you know what I mean it's always going to be this this kind of like you know there's always going to be arguments whatever whatever and there's also like not even arguments just the creative process you yeah. want to go this way he wants to go that way you know i think so for all of them like nothing but love and respect for those guys and it was it was really cool to 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 hear their perspective you know what i mean like on winnipeg's most and sure. and to see, the, see to see the growth and progression of like so there was like there's always kind of been trios in winnipeg you know like uh, like shades shades is and, a great example and, yeah. exactly and Farm then, like, fresh. Even, like Farm Fresh, Bonafide, like yeah. all these things, and then so to see like all of it go like this, and then the next biggest trio is three P. Yeah. you know what I mean. It was just kind of like this. I was I was blessed to be there, and I love those guys. And um, yeah, I guess you know going on a weight tangent. No, it was it was so easy to fit in. Um, they they opened me with welcome, cool. uh, you know, open arms, and um, and I'm and I'm ex- extremely grateful for it. It kind of like lit a fire under my ass too. Like it kind of gave me some of that youthful yeah exuberance or whatever to to (laughs) to, to stay to stay creative and 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 to change my flow and 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 to change my my content if you will you know what I mean like and just and and not being like super old like I'm not ancient you know what I mean so that that age gap actually I think was really really beneficial for me and I I, 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 you know I don't want to speak for anybody else but I'm pretty sure you know it was it was beneficial for everybody and, and still is like it's it's very nice to have both ends and, and and all these different opinions, um, and they've seen a lot of success, and I saw a lot of success. So I think there was there was just a lot of common ground that we could all connect on.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So you've done the you know you put out the Stephen the Stephen Tyler the first one, and then you also have Steven Tyler one point five, right? Yeah. So what 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 is that like? Just extra material from the first one, or is that a separate? No, that's that's extra material from the second one. Oh, from the second one, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, we recorded. So we recorded Steven Tyler. Stephen Tyler, I think we did a total of 14 songs. And we just cut four. And I think I I, I repurposed some verses okay. for some features and stuff like that. Um, and then we kind of took a little bit of a break. You know, like you record with somebody, you know what I mean? We take a little bit of a, a creative break. And then when we hit the studio to do number two, it was just like explode. Like It was like three songs in a night, two cool. songs in a night, three songs. So by the end of it, we had... 16 or 17 songs, and we did not want to go over 10 songs. Right. Um, uh, just streaming, and, and you know, I, I don't like to play that game very, very often, but I will listen to, to solid advice. And when Tony gives me solid advice, I listen. So, um, actually, when Tony gives me any advice, I listen. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony is always thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Steven Tyler 1.5 was like, was songs, and they weren't a few that will never see the light of day. But the ones that are on Steven Tyler 1.5, I just was like, they don't fit into the cohe like they don't fit the project the way we had it laid out. Okay. But they were way too, I thought they were way too good to just like let die on a hard drive somewhere. Right, right. Um, and, and because we knew that we were going to do the vinyl, and you know, then the pandemic, like there was like this big, like you know, there's this big what if, what's going to happen? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Sure. So we kind of put it out just, like, you know, we we got stuff. You know, it's 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 so weird in this streaming thing you know like i don't really put out singles when i totally should but yeah. you know whatever i like putting out com- complete projects um so it was nice it was nice to give people something and, and people were like super responsive to it i just threw it out there like i was i wasn't like i really wasn't you know expecting very much from it and it was cool because did the artwork and it was very yeah, like, yeah. it was kind of like we were like me and steve were like well we should put out these and then it was like okay and then dilded the artwork and then You know, two three weeks later, the project was out. Cool. So I was super happy with that.
0: And then when is so number two is coming out on vinyl? When when's that happening?
2: So um, I think we're probably gonna do like a secret drop. Like we'll just I'll just drop it one day. Okay. Um, uh, The vinyl is supposed to be here. uh, I think next week, Uh, but it's shipping early December for sure. Like we've talked to them. Um, I guess just whatever COVID just like really you know slowed yeah. a lot of people down. Yeah, for sure. Um so it's it's kind of hard to get mad at somebody uh you know for a delay in your order when you know as a business owner I'm like, well, I've delayed a lot of orders. Yeah, there's so. a pandemic. <laughs> what can you do with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and we and we took it, you know, um we took it pretty seriously like when that when the first, you know, I don't want to call it a lockdown, but um when the first kind of like, you know, quarantine hit, um we all took it pretty seriously like Anthony's yeah. got two young children. I have a young son. Uh, you know we all have older parents and grandparents and you know we we all took it pretty seriously like we might we might be okay if we got it but we didn't want to give that to anybody else so i mean we all we all kind of just shut down for those those first few months or whatever and and that really slowed our our process down to releasing it but it's done the artwork is so fire the vinyl is so incredible uh it's coming out very very soon
0: are you have you released anything on vinyl before this I know you have a lot of never, releases, man, nope.
2: yeah. never. This is me and Steve. We were talking in the group chat. Uh, me, Steve, and Tony, and, and Steve is like, "Yo, man," he's like I, got, like, "I got like tears in my eyes, man." He's <laughs> like, "I've never, we're like, especially me, like, um, well, it, it, even more so, Steve, and, and and the younger generation. It's a completely digital realm. Totally, like, nobody's nobody's even putting out CDs. Yeah, like I did cassette tapes with Crab because crabs that's the man like well he cassette, has the tape man. label too
0: right so yeah yeah, yeah it makes sense yeah, yeah
2: he's, he's got he's got fab itch so yeah. it makes so much sense um and i've always done cds and you know we did like little usbs or something back in the day like all these kind of digital things yeah um but steve and me both were like man like you know because towards the end of the recording of this record i, I went through a really like a, a really like just some some really bad personal things happened. Uh, a friend of mine was murdered and and, yeah. and and my dad had passed away a year before that. And it was just like it was just a really shitty time in my yeah. life. So I had said, like, after recording this, I was like, I'm done. And, you know, I, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just. And I and I really felt that way. Yeah. So that was kind of a thing that Steve and me and Tony said. Uh, we're like, hey, well, let's let's put out a record then. So it kind of like started there, and then obviously I'm, I'm not retiring. Or I'm not yeah, yeah, of that. course, yeah, yeah. But, but, that, but that little seed really grew, and then, you know what I mean? We were like finally like, it's expensive and it takes forever, but we're like, you know, let's just pull the trigger. Yeah. Okay. We keep on coming back, everybody got a
1: little gold. Winna be the win and win him, getting them. No dealers get them grams off quite like Winnipeg Yeah, this is fine on shots. When they ask me why I say I had, I had to. Looking out the window as I pass through. Always in a bad mood. Who the fuck asked you? Nuts like a cash That's into the cash groove. I need it by the case, you better add two. Without a stick to my stomach, just like a bad flu. Or oh, bad food. There's side effects when the cash moves. And your bills pass, dude. Turn you to a bad dude. It's hard to think past when you be thinking fast. Either good or bad, I gotta duck a badge. Two faced the suckers mad cause they ain't have motivation by any means with that duffel bag. Flip the product, you gotta double back. Man, they still got dogs. Make sure it's double wrapped. You claim to be about it till we check the facts. Truth is, I ain't seen you since we checked the facts. We keep on coming back. This is for the The north 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 north. side. I'm about to crash land smoking on these crash labs Big bags, vacuum packed dad. You hustle backwards with your bad math I don't fuck with backwards or black ash You get a hot lung from that grab bag I'm smoking lava while I'm sipping java Slice the mozzarella while we toast focaccia Your girl in my DM, she wanna call me papa But lucky for your life, I wasn't taking offers. Too busy smoking dank while I watch the office and count on big bank until my family prospers. The team is motivated more than ever. One number two letters. Tell me who's better. We put the win and win a peg like Eric sweaters. They say success is objective, but who measures? So cease and desist with your goof efforts. They say success is objective, but who measures? We keep on coming back. This is for the noise. Down
2: in the pre-orders have been going great. That's awesome. Um, so many DJs, like uh, that, I didn't even really, you know, think were fans of mine or whatever. Like, all were like, "Yo, how do I get a copy?" I'm cool, like, "Oh, cool. yo, go to the go to the website." So the, it's really cool seeing that. Just the fact that that vinyl record, like just the that the 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 platform in which it's coming out, the medium in which is coming out is, is 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 kind of causing people to take notice in the project is. Is, yeah. is incredible
0: well it almost yeah. gives it like a legitimacy in an era where everything is just so disposable right because you have this I mean like you're gonna get the younger people who are into into vinyl almost as a novelty or they're just getting into it then you have you, you know people like me who are too stubborn to get into streaming uh, you know you, you got both worlds there who are gonna be yeah. like oh cool this is a you know it's actually a physical thing you got on your shelf and it's probably gonna get played more than someone just getting buried in someone's Spotify list or whatever
2: right yeah and that was the, that was a conversation that me and Steve had too was you know as a fan of like um, like Griselda, uh, not so much anymore. Like they're all on streaming and stuff like that. But um, <clears throat> excuse me, the God Fahim and guys like Rock Marciano, okay. um, dudes that are that are that are only putting. There's some people that are still only Al Davino, only putting things out physically and, awesome. and charging like a pretty a pretty penny for them. Um, it's something that I, I felt kind of could work for me like not maybe not all the time but i think it's something now with this vinyl record i think it's going to be definitely a, a a direction that i'm going to be looking at a lot more uh intent like i'm going to be like really really looking at those numbers yeah because to me i don't like you know i'm i i, I own two businesses I, if anything i'm not trying to like flex is like i honestly do music for my sanity i do music because it's something that makes me extremely happy yeah um it's something that i can my son is extremely creative. Um, I, I, I love the connection that, that uh, that it that allow, you know, I love the energy that it gives me. Yeah. So I do it. I do it for that. So I don't do it for my, I don't care if I get like, you know, I don't post my Spotify numbers because, you know, one, they're not that impressive. And, <laughs> and two, I don't really, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. You know, they're there. Like I got hundreds of thousands and whatever. Like I got YouTube. Like you want to go dig up some numbers? Sure, I can dig up some numbers. But um, I don't think that's important. I really like, I really, I really think that I, for me, like, When I got into hip hop I got into old hip hop Like stuff that was even Older than me Yeah So it was going back And and digging through The liner notes And and, and finding out samples And and, and there was this Whole other Like aspect Of of being a fan
0: Yeah For um, sure That
2: that you've lost now Like there's no liner notes Like there's no Like you only see The producer If you go google it And it's kind of like Well that's kind of whack. You it know what is. I mean? Like, I want to, I want to read the liner notes. I want to read the stupid things that the band or the artist has written <laughs> in in the thing. Like, I like like twelve page booklets. Totally. Like, well, that, whatever. The,
0: that's how you find new stuff, though. That's how that's how I've, I've always found new stuff. You know, if I hear a song on a record and it turns out someone else wrote the song, you know that it's a cover, or you know that the sample's from somewhere, and then you want to go dig it and find out, you know, where the original is, and and you know, like if they think a artist thanks someone else in the liner notes, someone who's obviously a band or a rapper or whatever. They're probably cool if someone you like is giving yeah. them a shout out, right? So then you want to go find that. And for sure, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm too old to, to back down now on physical media, but I can't. I don't understand how people... like. I mean, my kids listen to music that's like from YouTube. They, they find YouTube creators, and they find the songs, and they somehow track them down the internet, and it's totally an alien world to me. And I'm glad that they yeah. are finding stuff they like, but yeah. it just seems so different. And uh, I kind of miss the, the... I think that's why I never moved on to digital stuff, because... I just, yeah, I'm stuck, I'm stuck in my ways.
2: I, I literally have a C I wish I had it in here. I have a CD book. Like I'm, I'm a CD guy. That's, that was my, you know, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. 30, 35. So I have a CD book. It's like this thing oh, yeah. with all the books with the CDs and I, I do that too. Yeah. And, and for years and years, that was like the way I, it took me, I was so late into streaming and then I literally got into streaming because, uh, I got a car and the C D player broke and I had like one of those like Oh yeah yeah, um, yeah. Aux- auxiliary things. So I was like, man, I I have to do it. and then now I now I like it, but I but I'm also like I think I'm I think I'm a little bit different where I actually make my playlist. Like I don't just kind of like go to Spotify and then like just play whatever. Yeah, I'll yeah. literally sit there. I'll literally sit there and program a playlist. Um and I'll let it wander sometimes, but like I think because of the way that I, I look for stuff on, on digital platforms, my algorithms are a little bit different than someone that just kind of hits play and just sure. lets them throw whatever. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm the same way. It took, I was I was a holdout for a very, very long yeah. time. I also was never one of those people that used to like illegally down, like I did, like everyone had the naps or whatever. Yeah, of course, yeah. But I was always that dude going to HMV Me too, and yeah, spending too. like 45, and we're talking like 45, $60 on three CDs. Totally. Back when like $60 was like, I, like I'm not like you know it's back a lot of money it's still a lot of money but, but yeah, I, it was, yeah it's yeah, still yeah. a lot of yeah.
0: money no I know, totally Yeah, so. I mean I, I listen to heavy amounts of reggae and dancehall and like that stuff was impor- imports and it was crazy expensive like you, I get one CD and it's like Super. that's the month right like that's yeah yeah so I, oh, I get yeah, it It was
2: like in the inter, In the international section Yeah, it was yeah, like
0: God, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Like why is the CD
0: 62 dollars I guess I'm not buying Any CDs for the rest of it Yeah yeah For sure Yeah, yeah so I get that um, I wanted to ask you A little bit about uh, Kind of the experience With Winnipeg Winnipeg's most Because it's You know you guys Were so successful And you were You know like, again You're talking about numbers uh, Just looking at some Of the YouTube numbers On those videos It's crazy How many people saw that And especially considering How Winnipeg it is I mean obviously yeah. in The name But just like how, how north end it is Really right It's like super regional originally focused yet you yeah. became this big thing how does that differ from where you are now in terms of I feel like what you're doing now is a lot more of kind of a niche audience um you know with the three P guys and all that stuff and yeah. these other producers some someone like crab skull especially right so ha- ha- do you have fans from that era who have kind of followed you to what you're doing now or is it very separate
2: uh, yeah I got a few I think I got, I got I got quite a bit um like when I went on tour a lot of people um a lot of people would come, to Winnipeg's most, okay. and then they I'd only play like two Winnipeg's most songs, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, uh, like," and they would they would dig the new shit. Yeah, um, man, the biggest thing I think the biggest thing that's changed, like, a, like you know, from one to the other, I, it, it was the it was it was who I was at the time. Like we were all you know rest in peace to Brooklyn and all mm-hmm. that. Um, and shout out to John C. But we were all just knuckleheads. Like we were, we were just like you know we were infamous before we were famous. You right. Know right. What I mean, like I I remember like just shows at the pyramid, debauchery. You know, what I mean, um, fighting, and, and and you know, it's no secret. Like we were all in the paper. Like we yeah. were living on. We were doing street shit. And um, I think, I think we, we we started taking it serious after the first album. Okay. Um, because we didn't know, like when we record that first album, like you never know that that's going to happen. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's, you know, it's about 50, 50. I have a lot of people that are like, Oh, you should just make that old shit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, that would require me being 10 years younger and, <laughs> and, and, you know, not being a father and a responsible sure, citizen. Sure. Um, but yeah like some some of them follow uh some of them don't, some of them are like, you oh, know, the shit's weird, and, and that's fine, um, I think it's just like you know like young people don't make music like you know the younger generation does not make music for for my thirty five year old years totally um. And, 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 and some people that, that are fans of Winnipeg's most music are, they're always just going to be fans of West Side Connection, uh, you know, both the, and I'm not throwing shade, like, that's yeah, fine, yeah, like, yeah. I, I still listen to Illmatic, like, once a so week, you know, totally, I mean? I'm yeah. very stuck in my ways, yeah. too, but I think as an artist, I've, I've just been, I open up and I'm always seeking, I'm always seeking new music and, and new, n- new, you know, inspiration yeah, yeah and stuff like that um so yeah it's like 50 50 uh some people are like yo you got to make that old shit and then, but then there is a lot of people too that were like i'll get these really cool emails or, or messages and stuff and they're like yo i've been you know i've been listening to you since i was like 13 and i'm like holy fuck like yeah. damn you're 25 you're 25 now like oh my god yeah man. yeah yeah <laughs> so it's cool it's cool it's, it's really really cool to have that happen but i mean i've never really been cared like i've never been one to care of like honestly I don't mean to be that guy like yeah, I yeah. love all my fans and I love all my supporters but I've never really been one to care I kind of when I when I choose when I put my mind to something and I want to make something I'm just going to make it and you know I've been I've been blessed that that I've gotten a positive reaction uh, so many times so.
0: how does that stuff sound to you now like have you gone back and listened to any of that stuff <laughs> in recent years
2: um me and my homie Abby uh shout out to Gary Street uh me and my homie abby were driving around the other day listening to the 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 first two records um and actually this record adhd behind me that i did with repa um some of the stuff's a little campy you know if i'm gonna be honest like i can't stand bang bang i haven't played it in seven years like (laughs) hate that song. paid paid my bills for like four years sure i believe you shout out shout out to SoCan, shout out to uh you know the cbc money that we were getting for that and stuff but um You know that that that, that's a cringe song to me okay uh but then there's some there's some gems and they're like all that i know i can play that song still you know like it's 10 11, 11 years old now um i can play that song and people still sing it yeah um winnipeg boy iconic we can still do that what you win it for the really hard anthem um those those songs uh i will always i always play them and I always love them and i' I will always really look look back on them with like a really fond memory because they've lasted and they've they've lasted the test of time and that's like all music like you know what i mean you listen to a song that you liked when you were like twenty or yeah. fifteen, and then now I listen to it and i'm like I remember this being a whole lot better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's it's time it's time and a place for everything, right? But yeah, like there's there's some of it that's campy and, and, and whatever to me and kind of cringy, and and a lot of it um, is it, I listen to it, and I'm like, you know, damn, like that was really fucking good. Like, yeah, yeah, I still listen to it. I I mean, my skill. As an MC, has grown exponentially. So there's there's some bars and you know some wordplay and some 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 cadence things that I'm sure. like, oh, I could do that a million times better. But other than that, that's just me being uh, my own worst enemy, my own worst critic, and stuff like that. Well, but you'd yeah, hope, I, I still love it.
0: You'd hope that you would get better over that that time, right? So I mean, it's not a negative thing. Yeah. that you've, <laughs> you've improved as an artist. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, totally. But yeah, there's like it's just in in response to the, the way you worded the question, it's like. It's it's also I feel sometimes I've talked about this before with someone, um, I feel like when I say it's campy and I don't want to play it or like I feel almost like I'm being, um, um I don't know what the word is, um, like I'm not being thankful for what I have. Okay, you know, what okay. I, mean? I think I, I, that's that's how I, that's how I, that's how I view that sometimes. Where even though I think it's campy, that. Those records spoke to people, sure, and and, they, and and people cared about them and cared about us enough that they supported us the way that they supported us and played them and played them, and they had positive effects on their lives. Or there's memories that are attached to these songs for people. Yeah. So sometimes I feel I feel like it's honestly like once I put a song out, I kind of don't really have the right to kind of critique it anymore because someone's gonna take that and experience it in a, in a different way sure. than everybody and even you know, even if it's not the way that I intended it to be. So sometimes I ungrateful. Like sometimes I feel ungrateful when I'm like, Oh, that's a campy song, or, right. that's a corny song. Um yeah, maybe it is, but you know, at the time I thought it was hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well and it's not yours anymore really, right? I mean, even though it is your, your exactly. music, it's it's out there and it's that thirteen year old who's now twenty five, you know, maybe they maybe they heard that when it was some big life event and it's it's still sticks with them, right? And so yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah I get it for sure.
1: My baby want me at the game, but I tell her this is all that I know. I could've took it out of five, but the hustle like it's what I chose. My team needs me on the streets, but my fans want me on the right road. And at pressure building up, got me feeling like I'm about to explode. About to explode. Yeah, oh, yeah. Out here, out here. It don't feel like work. I'm an OT. The new turn occurs, I've been at it so long, my skin's like leather. From the cold, my bones and heart aches together. I'm a soldier, I represent that 2%. Every tattoo on my body proves who I am. I'm a Winnipeg boy, that's who I am. And my name more feared than the ghost of damn. I'm a monster. A peg City vet And the coonies, they soldiers They ain't content. Go and put them to the test See you breathe the last breath We the last man standing And the last one's left The streets is dangerous Life gets colder than snow I told myself no more But I can't let go These streets is all that I know The streets is all that I owe And if this rap don't work Player, guess where I go? My baby want me at the game But I tell her this is all that I know, I know. And the pressure up, got me like yeah. I'm about to Okay, like I'm about to, yeah. Ooh. Every time I leave my house, my girl say that she worried. She say she played my dreams of my casket being buried. Uh-huh. But I'm moving fast through the flurry. Money coming in a hurry. Plus I drink and smoke till my vision going blurry game got a funny way of pulling me back try to stay on the right side by making these tracks get away from the bad life but I'm addicted to the fast life, I gotta get stacked I got this stress on my mind, I can't even go to sleep Paranoid of the boys in blue, they stay up on the grief So even though I'm free, I can't run wild on the street. Cause I'm living on parole, my PO is holding the leash I'm just trying to get my money, have my family living right Make it through the dark till it's sunny and walk into the light It'll probably never happen, but we doing alright How you want me to lead the game, baby, this is my life My baby want me at the game, but I tell her this is all that I know. I, I could have took it out of five But the hustle life is what I chose it's what I show My team on the street But my fan want me on the right road it's On the right road And that to the up Got me feeling like I'm about to explode Like to explode. It's been a long time coming it been a long time running In the ghetto and I love it It's money making is nothing My family is true I'm trusted And nothing comes over hustling Comes out when and start busting. Played it hard, and the puzzle was puzzling. And I was back to the bone, and I grew up with the monies. And mama used to trip out about how much money kept coming. I had to watch my back, as my money kept doubling. And it was fast like dumb cutties, nothing but clubbing. And it was pop star tales with the jacuzzi. And rather than lie, my people knew I was dug in. Rather than hate it, my mama she learned to love My baby want me at the game, but I tell her this is all that I know. Something I know. I could've took a nine five, but the hustle life is what I chose. That's what I chose. My team me on the street but my fan want me on the right road.
0: So uh, one yeah. thing you were saying earlier, and it's interesting because this is a realization, I, like I'm 38, so I'm a few years older than you, but the same generation, right? And I mean, yeah. I, I feel like um, I always had this problem with trying, you know, I, I've listened to hip hop for, for a long time, but, you know, most of his 90s stuff, and still most of his 90s stuff, and and stuff that's influenced by 90s, it's just, you know, that's what, the stuff I first got into, it kind of yep. sticks with you, right? And for the longest time, I was having a hard time appreciating... The new shit, like what the what the younger kids are listening to, and I still some of that stuff I hear it, and it just sounds like a toilet. Like I can't, I, I just can't. And I think it was when I was interviewing Crab Skull actually that that uh, this w- during the conversation we were talking about how it's not made for me, it's not made for us. And, and once nope. I once I appreciated that that it was like you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm almost forty, I'm a dad. Like, I'm lame. If they're doing it, if I, if I like it, it's bad. Like, they, they did they did their job poorly if I'm enjoying yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, but, but the, I mean, the difference, you know, between me and you, I guess, is that, like, I haven't played in a band in a decade. I'm involved in the music scene in the sense of doing this podcast and stuff like that, but I'm not currently creating anything. You're still creating hip-hop music. So what yep. is your sort of take on some of that stuff? I mean, you, you probably need to be more up on it than I do in the sense of, you know, being aware of what's going on in the local community, and I'm sure some of these artists look up to you and, 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 you know, come to see you and ask for advice and things like that. How do you deal yep. with kind of a style of music that maybe doesn't suit your interests, but is the thing that was born of your interests?
2: Um, Same way. Like, I understand the same thing. I mean, you know, I said it earlier, but time and a place for everything. Yeah. Uh, there are some records, you know, pre-COVID, uh, there are some records that I would hear in the car or the studio, I'd be like, "This is trash." Yeah, and then I hear it, at, but then I hear it at the club, or I hear it at a strip club, right, or right. something. I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, I understand this now." That's where it belongs, um, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Uh, and same thing. Like, I know that, like, uh, they don't make music for me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not into Trippy Red. I'm not into, uh, you know, whoever. Like, I, I, I listen to. I'm so thankful right now That there's like Griselda And Rock Marciano And 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 And, and you know Benny the Butcher And these, these dudes That are making music That really really resonates With mm-hmm. me And it's also very cool To see young people Resonating with this Kind of like You know This new take On a classic sound Sure um, I think I think the biggest thing For me is understanding That they're making music For their peers And I'm not I'm not in their peer group Yeah yeah um, but I also, I also think, you know, and maybe because I've stayed creative for so long that there are some things that I got to listen to for a little bit. I got to, I got to sit with it and I will, and I'll give it that chance. I'll listen to that record a few times. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to that artist a few times. And maybe if I don't like something or, or it doesn't hit me right away, maybe I'll put it away and then I'll come back to it. And, 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 I, and eventually a lot of it I'll get, and like, okay. I became like I'm a big fan. Uh, my partner Adrian, uh, she put me on to this dude named Saint John, okay. who, like, I wouldn't normally, kind of, you know, be into, uh, but he's dope. And and it it, it it took me listening to it a few times, and and then, um, you know, she, she, she's a she's a, she's a dancer and all this stuff. So it's like these. It's like a time and place for the record right like there's a there's a vibe to certain records um so i think of that like all the time when i think of like the new music there are there is some stuff that i think is straight trash um but there always has been and i feel like now i feel like now there's just more trash to dig through because of digital recording because you can have a recording studio for five hundred dollars where you know back even when i when i first started recording Uh, we had to pay studio like an inbox was like just the inbox was like $950. The mic was like $1,500. The the monitors were, there wasn't these, there wasn't these beginner, like there wasn't these entry level setups and systems in place to, to, to do that. And it's great that there are, because it's allowed people that don't have the, 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 you know, the money or the the monetary means to do that, to get into it and make, make careers for themselves but it also allows every tom dick and harry to go to long on the quaid drop seven hundred dollars yep. uh get everything they need and put out garbage on soundcloud or, or whatever <laughs> yeah 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 um, but i mean props to the hustle i, I and the it's, it's same thing like even when i say statements like that there's this thing in my head where i'm like you know one don't be a hater <laughs> two it's just the way the world it's it's evolution it is, yeah. you know what i mean yeah and and especially if you're trying to stay creative and stay relevant, you can't you can't be the grumpy old RA, the rugged man shitting on every <laughs> everything you don't like. You yeah, know what I mean? right, right. Like, I always say that. it's it's funny. Like I'll go on these little rants on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you know, Anthony actually got me, he busted my balls. He, he was positive reinforcement. He kept, he's like, man, every time you do that shit, you're like the old angry uncle. Yeah. And then one day I was just like, man, I don't want to be the old angry uncle. I want to be like the fun drunk uncle that like <laughs> you, you bring to the party. You know yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Or that like you come and party at my place. I think, and I mean, just, you know, just around that all out, it's, it's a time and a place and um, they don't make music for me. They make music for their peers. So anytime a younger artist will ask me advice on something, I try to try to keep it less about the music and more about, um, attitude, uh, more about, you know, discipline, uh, more about the grind, um, you know, more about, uh, promotion. And I'm not even that good at that, but just more about like, like kind of like artist advice to an artist rather than an artist creative advice to a creative. Cool. Cool.
0: If that makes any sense. No, it does. It does. It does. It's, it's, it's a weird situation too, because like there's there's so much music being generated now because, like you said, it's so easy to to produce your own stuff. And is it harder? I mean, it, I, I know the answer is yes, it is harder. But is it? Uh, how do you deal with the idea of of wanting to stay relevant and wanting to be seen or heard above you know all three hundred million people putting out a rap album in their basement and putting it on the internet? And, and you know some of these kids you know uh, maybe saying kids is kind of a shitty thing to say because but but they're young right so 18 year old yeah. uh, you know they have all this knowledge of, of of just how to how to manipulate social media and they they're born with it right like they, they grew up in this world where that is like your social online persona is something you develop from like age 8 now or something right so how yeah. do you how do you guys sort of keep up with that or do you care like do you is there an effort to get yourselves above the the crowd or uh.
2: Yeah, I mean, Anthony, Anthony, we always, like, I don't ever, I I believe in my, I believe in my, my, I believe in my product enough that I don't ever just want to, I would never just, you know, throw it out carelessly. Um, There's, there's a method to the madness. Um, Maybe not as calculated as, like, maybe I could be or should be. Um, Maybe that's because of where I'm at in my life. Um, Maybe that's because I just don't give a, you know, I just don't care a lot. But Yes. Y- yes, and no. Both ways. it goes both ways because when I'm putting out a record, especially like Steven Tyler Two, or you know, when I'm putting out a record, and I, I do want it to be heard. I'm very proud of the project. I'm proud of what I've what I've created. I'm proud of the beats that Steve produced. I'm, yes. I'm proud of the masters that I got back from NATO. I'm proud of the lyrics. I'm proud of of of, of the the continuity between the songs. I'm proud of the message. Yeah. I don't want that to fall on deaf ears. But at this point, also i'm not gonna beg you to listen to my shit <laughs> yeah.
1: um
2: i i, I want to put it out in a way that's that's appealing that's exciting i want to be well thought out with the movements that i that i do uh like you know um but not really like not as much as i should be okay. i guess like honestly to answer that honestly um but anthony anthony handles like like anthony's the one that you know writes a bunch of the press releases yeah, yeah. sponsors the ads he's the one that really like uh he's that he, that's what I love about Anthony Anthony literally always says he's like let me like one time I tried to like poke my nose into something and and and, and give my two cents and kind of be a little little asshole about it yeah, yeah. and it backfired and he's like you see what I'm talking about play your <laughs> position yeah, yeah and I was like yo it, w- it was the best advice he's like that's how a team really truly succeeds you know shout, shout out to Bill Belichick you know you build a team <laughs> you, you you put you put the people you put the players in place yeah. to, to win championships right so my strengths are creative my strengths are being uh, you know a personality being being the artist and and being opinionated and out there and and, and, and and kind of keeping the buzz alive like that as far as all the promotion and the the, the Instagram and and, and and all that stuff that's that's Tony's realm and he does a great job at it. Um, you know, that's totally up on him. And, and I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position where I have somebody like him yeah. in my team, in my life, in my family, in my circle that, that takes care of that stuff. And I'm, and I'm pretty confident and I'm very, very happy with, with the direction that things happen. I mean, who doesn't want to get a million plays the first day they drop, right? But, you know, whatever, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all about quality over quantity and I'd rather have a hundred real fans yeah. than – a hundred thousand streams from people that'll never listen to me again. For sure, yeah. You know what I mean. So,
0: yeah, yeah no, I respect that for sure because that's that's how I feel about podcasting too. Is I mean, th- that's a community that's grown huge over the past few years too. Huge. I mean, I've been doing this since 2012, and uh, you know, since I started it, it's just it's blown up like crazy. And I feel like a lot of the reasons people don't keep doing it, a lot of people start shows and they never stick with them is because they expect when they're starting it out they're going to get a million listeners and they're, they're you know and it just it's not how it happens and no the same thing here too i mean i'd rather have 10 people who really love win a big hip-hop hearing this episode than 300 people who just randomly stumbled upon it have no idea who you are aren't going to go search out any records like the 10 people who want to know what you have to say they're going to buy your shit they're going to be more engaged yeah. and that's i think the goal right is to, to reach the the individuals who actually can be touched by it yeah
2: i think ness i think ness put me onto it or something like that or i can't remember who it was they sent me this link or this it was something and it was it was like it was like the hundred fan rule or it was like how you can like it was like this multiple of like if you can get a hundred you can get a thousand if you okay. get a thousand you get ten thousand and if you have ten thousand active fans that will spend a hundred dollars a year with you it, you know that's your that's your living yeah for sure um, for sure and it's not hard. Like a hundred dollars a year sounds like a hundred dollars sounds like a lot, but if you put out three, four projects and the streaming, and you sell the albums and the T-shirts and all this yep. stuff, it's like it's, it's reasonable. This really cool. It's this really cool metric, yeah. And it's like it's like guys like Tech Nine. Um, you know, not the biggest fan of his music, but right. his in, his independent grind is is so insane. Um, and his fans, like he, yeah, he's got millions of fans now, but his fans are dedicated, yeah. fucking fans. Yeah, those. Those are people and it's like the Griselda. It's like it's like West Side Gun and these guys. They put out a hoodie, a champion hoodie. It's like a regular champion hoodie with screen printed. It's super cool, super artistic. Not trying to cheapen the art. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of get your money. If you want to sell a t shirt for $150 and people are gonna pay that for it, shut up yeah, to you. I don't sure. think you're I don't think you're selling out. I don't think you're you're putting anybody over the coals. It's art. Uh you know, I think artists, you know. Anyways, but these guys are, these guys are selling out 10,000 of these hoodies for $140 and yeah. they're doing like one every two months. And there's four of, you know, it's this really, really cool thing that, that allow. And when you see that growth potential, I think just as far as like a business, even just like if I'm treating it as a business, yeah. that growth, that growth potential. And, and then as a creative connecting to my, to my customer, I hate to say that connecting to my, to the people that listen to me, to the people that support me. Uh, I hate to call them fans. Um, when you can connect to that way in a real way, and you develop that connection, that's a really, really strong connection. And 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 as far as business, that you can capitalize on that as an artist. Yeah. So it's it's really it's really cool to hear that that same metric with podcasting yeah. too, because everyone thinks it's going to be, you know, like yeah. I, hey, I wish every record that I put out did what Winnipeg's most uh, first album did. Of course,
0: yeah, sure, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you'd be yeah, set. It'd be yeah, awesome. yeah,
2: yeah. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd be. I'd, I'd be living in a big house, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's it's not the way it goes, and 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 I think that um, you know even even in, in because of this day and age with like Instagram and 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 all this stuff, you know, nobody celebrates their losses. No, you know what I mean. You only, you hide you only shit, see the yeah. wins. Yeah, you hide that shit. No yeah. one no one sees. Yeah, you show those big numbers, but you don't you don't show the records that flop. For sure, you know yeah, what I mean. And yeah. I think I think people are really really lost in that. And, you know, I'm blessed that I was I was. Before this, you know, I'm still in it, but I was, I was, I remember the world before it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I remember what that felt like. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think having, having, uh, you know, a small dedicated fan base is better than having a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, wishy-washy people that, you know, they liked your one single and maybe they like this single or they like, you know, the few you did on that. That's great. And, and, and shout out to them too, but I'm, 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 I'm out here grinding and making music and trying to provide, um, dope, audio experiences to uh, the people that actually you know are going to listen to them and and listen to them the way that I kind of want my my stuff to be listened to
0: totally so in terms of your stuff to be listened to where can people this is a bad segue but where can people pre-order the uh, the vinyl
2: Uh, fourthquarterrecords.com I think yeah I think think it's fourthquarterrecords.com um, I think that's where you pre order the vinyl. It's got the little buy now on. Uh, I think it's Shopify or something like. Athletes has got all that set up. It's Kay. super easy. I, I bought one myself just to see how it went. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and everything else, everything else can be pretty much found there too, man. And I mean, in this day and age, um, you know, Google me or, yeah, or go yeah. on Instagram, yeah. Char- Charlie Fedo. You know what I mean? Um, every I put everything up on there all the time. Um, you know, at Facebook, whatever. You just type it in there. You'll 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 find everything. Everything's pretty pretty. Uh, you know, out in the open.
0: How much of your old stuff is still floating around? Uh like on the internet? Yeah. Well, or I mean, physical uh, copies oh, too. Do God. you know? Like, I mean, are they? Oh, I'm, I'm sure yeah, they're yeah, out yeah. there. I, but like, you know.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. I went to I went to uh, I went to Value Village in yeah. uh, Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, and I uh, found a Winnipeg's most record. <laughs> uh, I found a I, I released like. Uh, maybe a hundred. I think I did a hundred CDs of the Manitoba Mass. I have a copy. Which was like this. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I did, and there's like misspelling. Yeah, Manitoba. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Um, shout out to John C. We whipped that up at like four. Man, we were so drunk and probably smoked like <laughs> a half ounce of weed or something like right. that when we did that. And I remember like looking at, be like, yeah, dude. <laughs> looks fucking great man send it to, send it to print <laughs> um yeah a bunch man it's, it's really cool actually when i get like and sometimes when i was like do like little tour runs i would just like throw a bunch of lucies yeah. on like i would hit up i would hit up nato because he has like a, a CD press thing and I would hit up NATO and be like, Hey man, like put these six songs on a, on a CD. He's like, cool. what's the title? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. Um, it's really, really cool, man. I like seeing the old merch. Yeah. Um, I love it when people hit me up on uh, Facebook or Instagram and they like show me the old Winnipeg's most stuff or, you know, a shirt that I signed in like 2011 and yeah. like Williams Lake BC or something like that. It's, it's super humbling. And I'm, and I'm really like, I, I, I think, Especially as I've gotten into my thirties and now my mid-thirties or whatever, um, I think I've become a lot more nostalgic. Like I, I never really was a nostalgic person. Like I didn't keep a lot of the stuff that I think a lot of people that in my think if they were in my position would have kept. Right. Um, Because I got memories, and you know what I mean. Um, But it's really, I'm really, really thankful and really, really humbled that I that I still have um, people that are. Interested in me from the Winnipeg's most days, and I, and I'm and just as humble and grateful for the people that are maybe like new listeners and and the younger dudes that maybe occurred to me through three Pete or heard to me through through X Y and Z. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it's just it's just really great, man. I love I love seeing the old stuff, man. I love you know if you go on YouTube, there's like a song on there called Dear Ma, which I I don't even know <laughs> who loaded this song up. I don't even know When I recorded it I wrote it in my cell In Stony Mountain Yeah And it was The first verse Was to my mom The second verse Was to my dad And my voice Is like super high Because I wasn't <laughs> Smoking a pack a day Right right And it's just really It's really really crazy To see that someone Put it I saw like 170,000 plays And I'm like Who's who? First of all Where'd you get this song <laughs> Yeah and, and secondly Thank you for Keeping it uploaded For nine years or yeah, whatever. yeah So yeah It's cool man I, I, As much as I hate uh, you know as much as i like to hate on the new generation or whatever i, I the digital age is so crazy and you know what i mean you, be, you better watch what you do though man you know what i mean oh, yeah. in, this, in this time if you if you if you put something out uh and you're not you're not completely 100% sure don't put like don't put it, it out it doesn't go anywhere yeah let, it stays forever To let that live yeah, yeah cuz it'll stay forever man like yeah. there's a video on there called you want war Uh, from heat bag well before winnipeg's most we're talking like four or five years before winnipeg's most we got a bunch of guns in the video it's so bad um and it's still up and we and it's like a bebo it's a bebo video right on someone grabbed it off a bebo and then put it on youtube and then we've got that we got one of them taken down and then they reloaded it wow and at that point me and john c were just like man whatever (laughs) Just, just, just let it live man shout out to them
0: yeah right on Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're still doing stuff. I'm glad the uh, the record with with Steve is coming out. Uh, It's very cool to be on vinyl. I mean, that's a dream for a lot of people.
2: And yeah, it's really, really good, man. It's really, really good, man. I'm, I'm excited that it's coming out.
1: hey y'all. Cold nights over stove, cooking hot bricks. Serving stones. Camry was the cockpit. Used to whip the work. I was the locksmith. Ain't nobody safe to you get your lockpick. Poison, toxic, fuckin' with my optics. Had me run the wild, swinging through the mosh pit. Crab hit my drop box with a drop dropkick. Ashkosh rappers, you ain't tryin' to start shit. Talkin' tough, boy, you got some nerve. I gangsta rapper, what you wish you were Click a bunch of bitches, stick your foot to fur What goes around comes around, I rest assured I call the shots, don't let them change the play King of Manitoba, you will never see the day When I give up the crown, take it when I pass the gate The fettuccine pharaoh got the jewels stashed away It's dark and hell and hell is high. Hell is Showed high. us we're not alone and others slowly ride. X was smoking rock, we were busy Rolling stones, researching motion Barry never used to sell on phones Real rap shit for hustlers That rap shit, the big cash Got abandoned with elastic The package, carbon paper With the plastic, it's all Fact check, tell me when you last Check, last check. on the Post of the street, the arteries Within the city that be bleeding from beef I ain't never turn my back And that's the reason I eat In the same place I started, don't bring crumbs to the feast the flatlands known for cold and the geese but it's grimy in the city keep the chrome in the fleece middle of the map belly of the beast we don't call it underground because we living underneath hey yo it's dark and hella Hell is hot